Well, Brent is gay, and Caitlin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. Issue 233. I'm Kalen. I'm Ryan. And I'm Adam Wingate. Uh, this. <laughs> oh, you finally got married to Brent? Yeah, oh. I really just made it work out. But just only show showmance. It's a showmance. Uh, this week, we talk Knights of Ten and more issues. We moon over my nighty with episode five. <laughs> no, that does not work. We electric boogaloo with Batman 2, more news, and of course... Plug me, daddy. But a little housekeeping first. We have a lot of content coming up. If you hadn't heard, it's going to be our fifth anniversary next week. And there's five of us. Social media is exploding with how much people love it. It's oozing. So it's, no, it's five of us, uh, fifth anniversary, and we're releasing it on 5-5. Can you dig it? Can you believe that? Uh, We did put up photos of all of us around the ages of three to nine as part of our five-year anniversary. Fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. You were seventeen. No, I wasn't. I was uh, I was definitely the oldest it, of the it, bunch. It, it makes me so happy though that every fucking time that photo of you comes up, yeah. everyone loses their mind. Andrew was like, What the fuck I is know. this? It it's, is remarkable. That should have been the main photo. I don't I know you went in alphabetical order. I went in order, alphabetical and order. And I appreciate that, but if you wanna you wanna grab some eyes. I did want it to be the popcorn surprise though, because we did have people flipping Boop. through and being okay. like Cute. Oh, adorable. I huh? also want to be first. It also oh. went in age order because I was like two in my phone. It's so weird, Adam. We always go alphabetical. It's so strange. Your picture, yeah, right. Your picture looks like the cover of an indie album. It is like that's like kind of ironic about the 80s well, I or had, 90s. I had, to, before, I had to take to the socials and say, look at this power clasher before power clashing was a thing. This, okay, picture the world's worst 80s school photo background. Mm-hmm. Give yourself. Lasers. Or say, give yourself the bowl cut that your mom could only do by literally putting a bowl on your head. And then and middle it. part it like Kim Jong-un. <laughs> I, I swear to God, you are the most Zoomer Zoomer I have ever seen. Like, it is pure Gen Z magic. Like It's like 90s fashion, the like the butt cut, you know, middle part. People uh, messaged me and they were just like, I'm going to wear that outfit and gagging for you faggot (laughs) (laughs) well more content is coming up we're also going to be coming up with a review of Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness which is being released next week and then we have our final Hikipedia Hikipedia Avengers his entire Avengers epic leading up to Secret Wars a lot of content coming up but fuck that Let's talk about what's happening this week, issues, Adam. Issues, not my Ooh. issues, the issues. It's our weekly recap of all things X, along with a few of our favorite Marvel house writers and characters. This week, we have Knights of Ten, number one, Sabretooth, number three, Thor, number 24, and the new Amazing Spider-Man, number one. Let's start with our X titles first, or should I say 10 titles? Knights no. of Ten, <laughs> Teeny Howard, Bob Quinn. Betsy and the new Captain Britain Corps continue their fight to reclaim the new lunatic, lunatic, yeah, citadel, lunatic. and save witch breed mutants across other world. Roma helps rally the Knights of X, including the return Ten. of Kylan mm-hmm. and a revived baby Mordred. Twink Mordred, really? Yeah. Twink Mordred, little baby. Who's Kylan? Uh, me, Kylan Batia. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kylan was a character in the original Excalibur, first introduced when Chris Claremont and Alan Davis did, uh, like as a little kid. And then when Alan Davis took over as both writer and artist, they brought him back. He was basically, um, his power was kind of interesting, but like he just became kind of more like a swordsman fighter type. Yeah, that's what I always Almost like saw a Nightcrawler him. or something, yeah. too. Yeah, a little bit. It's a little Nightcrawler esque, but like he's definitely. 
He's one of those like zealous gremlin characters that like some bitch on Twitter is like, that's my favorite character. Yeah. I'm like, really? Who? Kylan? So he has the mutant power to exactly duplicate any sound he hears using his vocal cords. So just his throat, apparently. Throat um, goat, really. <laughs> so like but, if Banshee screamed at him, he could scream back like Banshee? It would be like if you did the Homo Superior intro, he could do it back to you perfectly. What a, oh, what's a kind but of in a, heels, uh, going backwards. Well, also, he's been such a fan favorite over the years. He was like one of the 198 that survived oh, the decimation. Yeah. He... Always like he shows up in a panel every once in a while and people freak the fuck out because he is a fan favorite, but he's never utilized. So I was legitimately very happy to see him. So he's like the Tammy Brown of the (laughs) X. You don't see him. You don't see him watching walking people out in (laughs) other world. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, yeah, well, what did you guys think of this episode, particularly the Siege Perilous as this new MacGuffin? Because that fucking thing's been talked about since we started this podcast almost five years ago. And this always will be. So Excalibur walks so this book could run. I know we Correct. definitely had like some, some, some issues about the early issues of Excalibur. And it got better, especially when we got to uh, sor- uh, uh, Ten of Swords and then like a little bit past that. Um, this book is, I think, what Teeny was always trying to do. And like having a f- full fantasy epic, like one, I love a quest story. Mm-hmm. Two, the Siege Perilous is like when I was reading the X Men for the first time mm-hmm. ever. Like uh, Roma, when she resurrected the X Men after Fall of the Mutants, gave them the Siege Perilous. Like they had it like when they were in Australia, Outback, yeah, Outback era. And then when they were escaping uh, the Reavers, uh, they went through the Siege Perilous, and like the team basically dissipated. It's when. It's when Betsy became Japanese. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so as 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 one of as <laughs> one of the items. Yeah. Don't educate me on that because I just learned it right now. Well, I hope she doesn't go through it yeah. again and become Japanese. Um, I was very excited f- to read this issue and it delivered. It I was re- great. Teeny needs to do a self-contained world, and she's mm-hmm. fucking killing it. It's yeah. really good. The cast. Um. I, I'm invested in all of them. I'm really excited. I'm so happy they left Jubilee behind. <laughs> oh, what a relief. I know. Give the real star their, their time. Like Dragon Shogo. <laughs> Jubilee is best in uh, uh, House of 92, playing the Moira McTaggart <laughs> role. <laughs> Keep her there. Yeah. You know, in this, like... I'm, references, yeah, all that jazz. Yeah, man. for sure. Um, no, you're completely right. And, like, the fact that, like, she doesn't have to pretend to know how to write like British like British yeah. people like and just like do like you know her D&D fanfic stuff is great well and don't get me started on how hot and swooning I was over once again watching Betsy and Saturnine just fucking take oh. the piss out of each other Saturnine is a star <laughs> she is truly she's a, a star citadel that's why she is hell yeah, yeah bitch Opal Luna Saturnine it kills <laughs> like she's so fucking Saturnine cool Saturnine. yeah <laughs> also I love Betsy like trolling her saying talking to her about Courtney because Courtney was her alter ego that was like Brian Braddock's girlfriend back in the day yeah oh which we all have done just like someone does a bad drag impression you're like okay how is Kiana doing (laughs) I want to thruple with Betsy uh Saturnine and Rachel I like I want to see that happen it's I would love to see Emma and Saturnine go up against each other they're the uh, same person. I at the yes, that is true. Some I think what I think the reason why I like it though is like they're both power bitches, but Saturnine is so She's much more person. privileged and whiny. Like yeah. and I love that little tweak because like they're both blonde, they wear white, they're bitch. 
They're Emma's like smarter cunt. too. Yeah, yeah. Like you can just tell Saturnite is just a privileged woman that is just constantly, or just a privileged person in general, just constantly whining about why they don't have what they want and hold lording it over people. Yeah. But it, I love the fact that like Betsy just punches back and they keep doing it. Like they get it. It's like she's literally her protector and just like, eh. Yeah. I'm, I, I don't really like you, but I have to do this job. Also, the first scene we see her in is she's throwing wine at someone. Which oh, you, kn- you bitch. You <laughs> love that so much. I live. This I reminds live. me, it reminds me, like, at a lesser extent on both ends of, like, what is it? Fucking Joffrey and the Hound, where he's like, I gotta fucking do this, but goddammit, do I hate you every time. <laughs> that, a very good reference. Also, I love Gambit basically be like, well, my wife, she's she's at the X Men. I have oh. to go. I got something to do now. This is my Gambit, by the way. You, you were, can listen. Gambit's not a French person. He's Cajun. <laughs> but there's a French background. Come on, Shay. You got like, like my children. They need wine. <laughs> Are him and Bay just gonna like bond because they're like, I miss my Bay. Oh, yeah. yeah, living pop, maybe living for Bay's. I love. She her. had a lot of lines. So I really and like I, I agree with both of you that Teeny's fucking killing it awesome for her uh and i just love that she really is using a lot of the new characters and like holding some people back i do want to see where she goes with shatterstar and richter because totally. richter is still it's like coming, I feel that like. interesting like i'm the druid that was fall in love with apocalypse and praying that he'll get my i'll get my his fucking book open yeah and it's like i st- i don't know those characters well enough besides like you know clark loving fucking shatterstar and them just being gay um <laughs> but i do i would like to see richter particularly like I, I worry them being more ancillary, like one types, because Shatterstar is definitely still kind of acting the way he was at the end of Excalibur, which is like, I'm just a big fucking idiot with four yeah. fingers. He needs that's, to spread his legs a little bit more. <laughs> show off his Shatterstar, really? Yeah. Um, I that's kind of just who he is. Yeah. Like, he's I mean, kinda, I don't know what his. I don't think he really he's had like a, a showboater and like yeah. Yeah, exactly. Maybe uh, I just don't like Shatterstar. <laughs> Maybe you hate him. Yeah. Oh, that don't. Bite your tongue. Shatterstar's it's, great. Uh, Mordred, I'm very excited to see where this goes. Because he's your type. <laughs> he, just, yeah. how, how tall is he? If he's he's five, than he's five six, uh, bearded. Um, and a rich dad? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love it. I love like the inversion of like uh, Merlin and King Arthur being the bad guys. And totally. you know, you've got Mordred being a good guy, essentially. It is such a good playground for them. They've got... Uh, Merlin, they've got King Arthur. King Arthur seems to have a random assortment of rogue gallery, including the Viscora, which I oh, thought was fucking Viscora hilarious to bring there. back. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they did. Uh, so it was this. What are the three lines they say? Uh, I know something it's always dissect. dissect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something, something dissect. Live, laugh, dissect. Well, I already see that there's going to be some kind of um, not crossover, but like connective tissue with X Men Red. Because remember the outer, the great, great ring, outer ring. The great ring <laughs> wants um, Red Root back, and yes. she's in the Crooked Market yes. as uh, Jim, uh, Jim, uh, Mad Jim Jasper is like um, prisoner. And so Betsy and you know the Knights of Ten are gonna have to you know get you her back. No, they're gonna go. There. Well, you I'm see excited. that that other other world map is fucked. Like everything is basically owned by Merlin. You're just like, Ooh, this is uh, he owns everything. Well, and it made me really sad because you got to see Dryador and it's like annihilated, and you're like, oh, Dryador. Oh, <laughs> this this issue just had exposition and ex- in the right ways that yeah. I. It's a great kickoff. I, I haven't seen done well like this, especially for one of these new wave of books. Except for maybe red, 
So I'm very excited for this. Yeah, no, it's really great. It, it you rem- know where you are. You know where you are. It reminds players. me of Marauders done right because I think Marauders had their annual, which kind of set the stage for that full cast. And like, it just felt really rushed. This didn't, I mean, it was a continuation, obviously. And it's also continued to be teeny story. But I think that's that's a benefit. I mean, good for her. But it's like it really did connect. What? No, I'm just thinking. I'm sorry. I didn't mean oh, to interrupt you. Like your judgy ass face. I was no, like, what's going on over here? For the, <laughs> the listeners, Caitlin was judging. Uh, wow. I'm Judge Judy and Executioner. Uh, I just realized I don't think there's been a bad Destiny of X book yet. No. I yeah. actually, yeah. And I was like, they're all been enjoyable, killer. Yeah, like all of them have been really good. And, and like, got it down. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm like, is Legion of X going to be the bad one? And like, there's got to be I one. I want it to be. I'm so excited. It'll I'm be, excited for that one too. Wolverine anymore. Well, <laughs> but, <laughs> but Wolverine was back. Yeah, but Wolverine was really enjoyable. And yeah, X Force right. was enjoyable. And Do like, we love the X books? Are we back to loving the Xbox? Was Hickman basis? always the problem? <laughs> Should we review another one right now? Yes, Sabretooth. Yes, do it. Go for it. Three, Victor Laval and Leonard Kirk. Melter takes center stage as he works against Sabretooth's plot to get the other prisoners to do his bidding and append Krakoa. What'd you guys think of this issue? I love this comic. So good. Okay, so I loved it because Sabretooth was like, I'm going to build my old team up I'm going to end it. I'm going to end it. So he was like, I got this plan. And every single one of them were like, I'm not going to do that. They just literally talked to whoever the fuck they wanted to and did their own business, which like if Sabretooth is your leader, you're not going to listen to him. Right. Right. You won't. And so I, I just love that. They're like, I need you to get scrambler vertigo and you're like what are you doing Sabretooth and you're trying to build that team up again but it's never gonna (laughs) old school marauders it's old school marauders yeah yeah. but uh I loved it I love the inclusion of who you never thought I would particularly loved skins inclusion oh yes I thought that was so fucking fun yeah I make him more regular in the books I love him like the deep cut characters we don't get to see everywhere, like bringing Bling back. Bling, and the, yeah. This is really interesting. Bling, Oya, and Necra, it's three black women all talking to one another, which you don't get to see. Bitch. In, and they're not talking about men either. No, <laughs> yeah. no. They're just like having like this like very real conversation, you know, and then the Thomas Paine stuff I thought was a nice track in the quote at the very beginning. Clearly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's talking about the House of Lords. But it's definitely a reference to the Quiet Council. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked that we finally got to see like why Melter was thrown in the pit, and it wasn't because he destroyed this rock. Right. It's because he was trying to um, like, eavesdrop on the Quiet Council. Quiet Council, yeah. And it's like there's some like really nasty shit that's happening with the governance of Krakoa. Right. I, and it made me just for that one backstory. It made me interested in all the other ones. Like, why is oh yeah. I want to know why Oya's. I think we'll so get that maybe in the next oh, issue. Yeah. yeah, and I also it, we we have a sense of the timing now because it's running concurrent with not with what's happening in the books right now, but like what kind of what happened yeah, before Hickman left because like the first issue I think took place right after like uh, right after Hox Pox. Yep. The second issue was um, I think Ten of Swords. And then third issue is like right around the Hellfire Gala because like right uh, they mentioned Bling mentions the Hellfire Gala right so yeah. it's, and it can't be the one that's coming up it's got to be the one from last year. Yeah, that I it'll I, and that's where again, if they just fucking star these things and be like wondering what Bling's talking about, check out because yeah. it is that kind of thing. I'm like, because I did for a second be like, is this in present time for this upcoming gala? But I to your I like it better in my head to your point of 
previous. So it's building in all the extra side story stuff that we didn't get to see for characters right. during I, those times. I thought one big reveal was that most of the people on the island didn't realize that these mutants weren't there anymore. Yes. That they were like, oh, wait, you're we in the you were pit? Out there. We got we, word, and they're like, yeah, strapped. I was held at a secret council, uh, which uh, is fucked up. Yeah. That's real fucked. <sighs> yeah. So it makes me think there's maybe a, a different motive. So maybe they're still trying to re- rehabilitate Sabretooth a little bit. And it makes me think, but also to do five people, <laughs> put them victim to all this to rehabilitate one person, that would be fucked Xavier's up. Xavier's going to be like... <laughs> I did this all along. He's a like, cunt all guy. the time. We oh, know for sure. Yeah. Um, love these. It love what the would issue. you manifest as? So they got to come up as like sand and rocks and other fucking microplastics. What, what's that? What's that little plant that you blow and then it like comes like weed. a dandelion? Yeah, I'm a yeah a bunch of dandelions. Just <laughs> you say cocaine? I said weed. Oh, <laughs> a bunch of dandelions. Yeah. Blow. yeah. yeah. Uh, what would you come back? Oh, what would I come back? Yeah. As? What would you come back as? Diamonds, diamonds. Right. Is, there, uh, is you, there a reserve of denim on the island? Yeah, it's probably. You'd like <laughs> fall out of the wall of a used record store, and you'd just be a bunch of records. Like, oh, I'm just vinyl. Accordioning yourself down the wall. Adam, oh, yeah. do you think you would be a series of birds that are put together and I, all talking? No, at he's once? hookah smoke. I was going to say hookah smoke. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's he's, like, he's I, a vape. It would only be specifically weed hookah smoke because yeah. anything else would be uncivilized. Yeah. Um. Great, let's talk uh, Thor number 24 and also his 750th issue. Uh, more writers than you could shake a stick out and more artists than a stick can shake at you. <laughs> what? Exactly. Ah, okay. uh, yes, the uh, stick issue. <laughs> <laughs> Schrodinger's stick. Odin's funeral post-War of Hammers allows an anthology of various tales and remembrances for Thor 750. The funeral ends with the reveal that Valhalla is gone? What did you guys think? Did you have favorite stories? Did you have a favorite artwork? What's top of mind for you? Uh, I think my favorite story was Loki, Agent of Asgard mm-hmm. by Al Ewing and Lee Garbett. Uh, uh, I want that coat. I just want that coat. <laughs> it's such a beautiful you coat. It's a very you that, that is coat. definitely a you Thank alpha. You. Yeah, Thank that's you. you. Uh, yeah. But I think the best Art probably all the art was phenomenal. Walt Simonson was great. Can I guess? Copel. Yes, ah! motherfucker. Oliver Copiel, Strasinski like uh, and Copel together are perfection. That oh. was gonna be my favorite just because of the art alone. Oh, like and like that guy's art was good. Like back when he first started, Bitch. and like he's just gotten better it's and so better. So layered and gorgeous. It's oh, just fuck. it's like it's like butter just melting. It's so good. I enjoyed the Beta Ray Bill. Uh, little jaunt, but uh, it was unnecessary. But I enjoyed that it was there within the bunch. Yeah, no, uh, I'm always happy to see Walter Simonson's art. This this issue just reminded me how many motherfucking great writers Thor has got yeah. over the years. Some of the best writers in comics have just been on Thor and like really blown out his like lore like nobody's business. Not his asshole. And a little <laughs> bit of his asshole. A little bit of his asshole. But like it, just so many great stories. Uh. Yeah. Thor's been very lucky to get all of this over the years. For sure. What about you, Adam? Do you have a favorite? I mean, like, I don't know Thor that well That's over the years. So I was well, like, you're yeah, like, I just... you're like acquaintances. Though, right? <laughs> yeah. I did like Loki's only because I think it had the most uh, obvious, like, continued potential. I'm usually like, I have a tough time with anthologies, whether they be the Voices series or any of these other, like, let's just collect a bunch of shit to kind of like fill in yeah. a little bit of blanks. Yeah. I do like some some advanced movement. Uh, but I agree with you that certainly the Straczynski and Copio, Copio, so pretty, so gorgeous, uh, and I the overall story arc really wrapped up nicely for me because 
I was sort of, I've been talking about how I'm just like these fucking cataclysmic endings where everyone's got to come together and everyone's got to do this. It's a mystery. What happened to Valhalla? Love it. Like yeah. it fits more with like Prey, which I really enjoyed uh, more as we were reading the books of like, yeah, it's a more grounded, potentially more character based, like what the fuck is going on. Yeah. And I think that'll pay off big because it just, they've had, he's just had too many climaxes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I don't say uh, that uh, very rarely. And a, and a denouement. <laughs> and there's never enough climaxes for me. <laughs> I, you'd notoriously always say that. <laughs> I definitely want to read uh, the Defenders follow up, like the yeah. Loki storyline that's going into that. Because like, I don't know if you read the the Defenders miniseries that uh, Ewing wrote with, um, oh, what, I can't remember, ha- uh, Javier Polito's art, I believe. And it's really fun. It's a, like it's a it's a good little series. It's like very quirky and like it's just it's. It's just good. It's good old-fashioned comic books. Love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk Amazing Spider-Man number one. Uh, this is the new pickup from Zeb Wells and then John Romita Jr. Yay. Spider-Man did something outside of York, Pennsylvania, and now six months later, Peter finds all of his relationships in the shitter, and only a gangster turf war from the fallout of Devil's Reign can bring him back. On top of that, MJ has kids and probably a spouse? Who knows? Huh? <laughs> In six months? What did he do? Uh, <laughs> it's a real brand new day, isn't it, Kaylin? It might be a one more day, oh even. Oh, my God. Okay, so this is what they got to do with Spider-Man all the time. They got to keep you guessing because he's been in so many fucking stories. Yeah. What I will say, the good stuff about this is... Even though he's going through grief, which I love to see you, Spider-Man, do, he's always so fucking quippy and fun mm-hmm. when he's fighting. <laughs> yeah, he slaps that costume on. He's ready to go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm interested in the mystery a little bit, uh, and the art was gorgeous, and I love to see it, but uh, it's a little... It's it's a little... Uh, we're going to confuse you to keep you reading. I do want to keep reading it, even though I don't want to keep reading it. Yeah, uh, yeah they did a good job. <laughs> They won. They won. They beat us. So I think I've decided no matter how good the writer is for Spider-Man, I just don't want to read a Spider-Man comic. I like the character. I love him in the movies. I love him in different adaptations. I'm just never engaged with the actual comic. And I feel bad because Zeb Wells is so good. So what do we think the twist is? Let's just go into it. I this is one of the things I'm not on. It's the Mephisto, <laughs> probably. Yeah. But like, what what do we think? We she could have just been dating a dude with two kids, but one of them but does got look married, mysteriously so like <laughs> her. Uh, and why is he standing in a crater before? It's the end of the graduate. He goes to her wedding, he saying, f- "Mrs. Bouvier." He and farted. The, and then the credits roll, and it says MJ got married <laughs> and had a child in six months. Yeah. That's, she is three now. That's yes. why I'm just like, yeah, I do. I hate already that there's so much in terms of what's happening that I'm like, by the end of this sequence, something is going to revert back. Like, how do you? I don't know. How do you? It even will be retconned. Explain? A thousand percent will be retconned at some point. And then you know, we you talked about the uh, you know it's the aftermath of Devil's Reign, the gang war in New York. All that's fine and good. It just I'm. It's not fair to compare it, but I'm comparing it to Chip Zdarsky's Daredevil, which yeah. has handled the gang war stuff so well in Daredevil yeah. that this feels lesser than. This literally feel, this I Zeb Wells' like writing was there at many points, especially when Spider-Man's costume on, so I'm excited to see more and more of that, and particularly yeah. like the tombstone 
Parker conversation I thought was really fun. I think he'll like it'll probably find some time to catch a rhythm and they need to find like a cast that can kind of whip back and forth like the Hellions did. I gotta say though, this this issue felt say. a lot like an Arrowverse episode where I was just like it felt like the premiere of a season of a CW show where I'm like all the like yeah. this whole like thanks thanks whatever gotta go like I'm just like there's yeah. too much it's so heavy how it makes me not how interested. many season premieres was he depressed about something that we had to figure it out through the, a series of flashbacks <laughs> it, yeah. no you're right like that's how yeah that's how most of those seasons ran because it was true. always interesting to give you that because you kept watching because you're like I gotta see what happens even though I don't like it like and that's what I worry about you're probably you wondering how I got, got here, here in the middle of the crater did they name the kids. And go with me, uh, Michael uh, and Jasmine. So and they're together. To wait, our plot and device. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if they reveal that the girl's name is May Parker, I would almost be on board for it. Like, sure, I'd be into that. Like alternate universe, younger version of MJ and Peter's kid gets yeah. thrown into ours. Mm. I would, I would love to see. Him raising May Parker. Yeah. I think we're ready for that at this point, too. We've seen so much of Peter Parker. May's from another universe that they had a kid. Right. Do you think that Aunt May's not mad? She's just disappointed? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to answer yeah. that. She seems she's just listening to in sync le- left and right. Yeah. It's gonna be. <laughs> it's gonna be nice. She looks a little... She I. You know, I feel like usually it's the Aunt Mays that are telling people, she, but she looks like she could use a few bowls of pasta. She looked very amazing. She, she always looks that way, but she is always waffling between the age of 60 and 4,000 years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of mummies, should we move on to Moon Knight? Yeah, we will. Let's see you next TV. See you next TV is our weekly segment focused on the latest and greatest of the MCU Disney Plus TV shows. While we usually digest the entire series of extra issues, which we won't be doing for Moon Knight, so you're only getting it here. We know folks can't wait to talk about weekly spoilers and reveals, so let's get down with Moon Knight Episode 5. Mark and Steven formally get introduced to Tawaret, and it turns out that the two are not in an asylum and are actually on a purgatory ship awaiting judgment to get into the field of reeds, but only if they open their hearts up to each other. Oh. While they discover terrible secrets from their past, they also flit in and out of a secondary asylum world where Harrow toys and attempts to understand what's happening. Uh, in the real world, Mark has been shot dead and are running, and he's running out of time for Layla to free Conchu and help start stop Harrow's plan, which is beginning to ruin the afterlife. Can you believe it? Speaking <laughs> of, we also finally get the full backstory on how Mark and Conchu met. Reveal! Stephen Grant is actually the altar and was created by Mark after his favorite movie, when his brother accidentally died during a storm, an accident Mark's mother blames solely on Mark. Is this part? Is this comic or is this new? This Ish? is new. I think it's newish, it's but new. he's just had multiple personalities. I don't think they've given a reason why. why. Yeah. yeah, they've never really. Um, and I've read most of the runs, but not all of them. So yeah, I could be I, wrong. But I, I, I could be wrong too. But I don't think I, I know this from why comics. The audience needs to Have know that. why yeah. this happens because were greedy bitches but like i didn't really need to get this did you so for me personally <laughs> so you think? this kind of goes back to my frustration with the show the plotting is very weak but the character work is very strong yeah. i felt the most compelled when you get that backstory of like why mark created steven yeah and like the um the horrible relationship he ended up having with his mother and like what a monster his mom became. Right. And that was like very visceral and like it was 
Like it that was type of shit's real. So it's, I like, it's, really appreciate it. It's, it's, it's real, but it was like well, like I think it was relatively well handled. Yeah. But well, this is the penultimate episode, ladies. Like, <laughs> I know, girl, hey, where so, are we going with oh, this? Okay, I'm gonna. Okay, it was a little disjointed, especially from the rest of the series. But I think this is the best episode. Agreed. I, I agree with that. The performances are great. Seeing that shift that he does from uh, one persona to the other is amazing. Yeah, and. I like the hippo spirit guide. Towerette, I, yeah. I, I enjoy this issue, and this is very bold for Marvel to do, so I appreciate them doing all of this. That, I will say, I, I yeah. really liked it. Towerette's CGI, great, great voice actress, awesome. Like, the whole character really worked You know me. how good they knew the CGI was? That it's the preview of the next episode on Disney+. Plus Because they're yeah. like, look at this yeah. shit we it, did. Well, because, yeah, like, you know, money the, went. the ears are moving, <laughs> the eye. Like, that. Yeah. it is true. Like, Those that is a lot of real. where the money... Like, her, she looks better than Moon Knight's costume, in my mind, in many Fair. ways. Because, like, it's just so emotive. And, uh, and, like, for a TV show to have that, like, really, really well done. So... I know that we've been bitching about half of the time the special effects. I'm like, okay, money well spent. They really got that character right. And I think to your point, there was so much good character development. I still think, like Eternals, I will enjoy this if I go back and watch it end to end the next time Moon Knight shows up in a larger MCU. Because I think knowing where these characters are at and then being able to go back in time. And like, there's just too much confusion. Because I agree with you overall. Plotting is a fucking mess. It is. It needed. I. This is. It's not a. We usually always like cut those Netflix shows down. Do that. Like this needed two more episodes. Agreed. To do something and have a little bit more like normalcy. It's so rapid and they just every fucking episode is something different. Too much so that it doesn't feel cohesive as a true storyline. Um, I'm being harsh on this, but I cried twice when it, when his mom turned. Oh, like when yeah, he, he became yeah. the other persona, and then also when Stephen uh, quote unquote turned into sand or Tuscan Raider at the end. Right. Of, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I think I was not the reveal of the mom. I thought that mom was dead from minute one of the show. So I wasn't oh, like, I was what? surprised. Where oh, is she? Was Didn't you kind of think that too? I did too. Uh, but it makes the reveal from the first episode where he keeps calling her. I mean, Stephen keeps calling her later. Sadder, la- yeah. Later gate. Like, you know, cause like uh-huh. you saw the line, like, like in the flashback, you saw yeah. like how she said after a while, crocodile back to like to Mark and his brother. And so, like, that was, like, really heartbreaking. So, yeah, no, I definitely uh, I, I definitely got a little choked up, too. I can't believe I didn't notice that the entire time the phone was always facing the camera <laughs> looking for a signal. You know what I didn't You know what I didn't get about this one? And I actually, I think this is a good, I think it's a really good episode. I think this is probably some of the best Marvel content they put out TV-wise. Yeah. And deal with it. It's okay. Yeah, but, sure. Um, why the fuck aren't they just walking through that hospital door every single time one of those sand people show up? I don't know. Oh, like running back. They're like in. always going through that door, and they're like, yeah. "Oh no, I'm falling off the ship! Get in that fucking hospital door!" <laughs> I don't. What know. What are we doing? I don't know. So um, silly. Well, there's cause for celebration. Yeah, the MCU has its first Jewish superhero. <gasps> yeah, and how do it's... we feel? About, I was like, I mean, we feel great about that yeah, representation, yeah, yeah, no. but it did kind <laughs> of like. Ooh, it's we're... a little. It's one of the best like commentaries I saw online is Netflix allowed Matt Murdock to completely embrace himself in his Catholicism. Mm-hmm. Why isn't Mark why isn't Disney Plus allowing Mark Spector to like talk about his Judaism? Right. You know? That's and it's a great point. And it's like it's just it feels I don't I don't know, maybe it's because they ran out of time and it's just it's I think like, there's too much going on with it, probably. 
but I which, hope. Which sucks for representation, because that's yeah. like, you know, like, like we don't really have... There's so been, they get cut it out in China. They leave out the Shiva sequence of him falling to his knees. In a weird way, in a weird way, I am... Um, you're going to, like, yell at me. I feel really worried about when they bring in the X-Men into the MCU, because I think they're going to get the representation wrong. Oh, rabble, 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 rabble. Yeah, no, I mean, you're, you're going to. You're probably right. Um, and it's, gonna just, p- it's just going to upset me. It's, I think you're probably right, Caleb, but I think and I hope they're just going to roll it out so very slowly that, like, these characters get their own voice before they're all together in the Mutants movie, which is going to be called uh, the Mutants and not the X-Men. That's a bold prediction, but yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, possibly. I just, even if, like, they take their time with it, I don't think they're gonna. I don't know. It's just like the, the MCU track record has been like very even, I, even, even Falcon Winter Soldier, which handled a lot of like race relation stuff well, and then it didn't. It, yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's it, just it's, it's just, hard because there's so much history with these characters, right? Yeah. Especially, and I, I think people feel the most strongly, especially us as a group. Yeah. Probably of the X Men. I just worry. Uh, with that said, okay, you brought up Netflix. I just have one point. Yeah. This is truly a show that Disney Plus would never do this this way, but they should have just done the whole season. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. I would have watched, watched episode so much. after episode. Th- this yeah. is why the Netflix model would have worked so much better for this. Uh, for this, I completely agree with you. Right. Like for like Hawkeye and Loki and one of one Vision especially, I think the episodic yeah. weekly it, it was it. W- water cooler like water yeah, cooler yeah. talk. That was great, but oh, like yeah. for Moon Knight it doesn't really work. So uh, one more thing about the MCU. Yeah, um, yeah. So, you know, Doctor Strange is coming out next week uh, and America Chavez is going to be on, on it. Yes. And like we've talked about her before. So uh, there's like apparently uh, we haven't seen it yet because it hasn't out yet. But like it's a blink and you miss it. She talks about her two moms and Saudi Arabia wanted to like Disney yeah, to yeah. to edit it out. And they said, no. Great. Thank you, Disney. Thanks for being an ally. Uh, but like, hey, small come small. on. Let's give them credit because they've cut out other stuff. They yeah. cut out the eternal stuff. So they're at least making a little bit. You know of why time. they're not doing it's it? It's harder. To but do. you know why they're not doing it? Because it goes, I mean, we've been talking about this fucking don't say gay bill. Like they're like, this is not a thing we need on our resume right now. Yeah. So they're like, we're standing up well, for this movie. We're right standing now. up for this morsel that the queers <laughs> get that little crumb, that little it's, crumb. It's a, a couple of the countries are. Yeah. I mean, I do agree. Like, there's I, there's more and more dropping out because of this one line. I'm still yeah. very happy that they are doing it. So, you know, people, everybody gets like kudos for that. It is going to be a kudos of where do you keep going from there? Right? You, you have to keep asking for more because otherwise you'll never get anything. Yep. So. I don't want to say kudos. I'm glad they're doing it. But kudos means that I approve of it. It's just I want more than the bare minimum. Wait, so do you, you want? So wait, you don't approve of them standing up the side of your You want a scissoring scene of the moms? Like, yes. What the fuck do you want from them? Scissor sisters. And I want scissor sisters to be playing in the background. This is, <laughs> Let's at have the end a of the day, a little bit watered down. Marvel is just not that se- sexual. Let's be honest. There's no sexual <laughs> He's not energy. not asking for scissoring. Uh, I'm not asking for actual <laughs> well, sex. I'm asking like a, for real some, representation. Like Eternals was a good guys, step forward. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But somehow you guys talking about mom scissoring is actually a step backwards <laughs> for the LGBT kill culture than yeah. what Disney's doing. Oh, we're, we're homophobic AF on I this do podcast. Have, <laughs> I do have a rumor mill, and because you brought up the X-Men. Rumor mill, what? Field of Reeds is Fantastic Four confirmed? 
What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it's called where they're going. It's hey, called the hey, field. Why of don't Reese. you put a sentence together? What <laughs> where the fuck they're are you? going? Do you want to unplug him or do you want me to? <laughs> where they're going in the episode to get judged for eternal damnation or heaven oh, field is called Reeds. the field. Of oh, it's Reeds. the Council of Reeds from like the Hickman run of Fantastic Four. It's just a bunch of Reeds <laughs> judging them. <laughs> but they're all Illu- Illuminati. But style. they're all blooming out of the ground. And also, also side note, because so we're not going to talk too. more about uh, Doctor Strange Love too. Um, the Illuminati is confirmed in the newest. It is, yeah, because they came out with a promo that said Illuminati. All right, I'm hearing a sound here. I'm hearing a little. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? Are we in a circus? What is happening? That's a news flash. It's a news flash. So the least surprising news that we've gotten, <laughs> Batman 2 is confirmed. Uh, shocking because it's done so well in the box office and apparently it's broken all kinds of records on HBO Max. Oh, Ooh. good. Yeah, like more I people. It. it blew my back out when I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw. It blew, it it blew was, your bat out? I have to carry him down the stairs now. That's tough. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you're such a hero. Uh, I'm excited for this. Yeah, what do you think the what do you think like this like the sequel title is? Because it can't be Batman Two. It's got to be something. Is it the the Batman? <laughs> the Batman. No, the Batman. The D Batman died. The Batman's Bat and the Cat. <laughs> bat. The Bat. And the, the Bat cat. and the Cat. I like that actually. By Doctor Seuss. Yeah, It'd be a cute. I mean, there and she's coming back too, and she, she'll she should be featured more. That's obviously. what I mean. Oh, like, I yeah. think they really have to play that up. So I would actually like that. It's more of like Do the Ant-Man and the Wasp sort of thing. A duet, yeah. yeah. Ant-Man and the Batman Wasp. Batman Two, the Bat and the Cat and the Hat Part Two, and part where one. they on sat. a mat. Oh, does that mean that it's Mad Hatter will be the villain? <gasps> oh, I would love. Yeah, yeah. yeah what? It, so obviously they're not playing Joker because they already they used him in the uh, well, credits. They it, and they yeah. said he's yeah. not coming back. Uh, one of the rumors I've heard is Mr. Freeze. Uh, fuck yeah. Doing an updated version of Mr. Freeze would be very fun to see. Yeah. There, I still see you. That better still get in. Honestly, (laughs) I would almost live if because if to the point of like, and I don't like it where it's just like we got to feature a female character so that the female character hero could fight the female character villain. You want Poison Ivy. I was going to say Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn. Just fucking take We talked about this last time. uh, Yeah. But but I would love to see her. But Margot Robbie, I was going to say you can't have. No, I don't want that crossover. I don't need that. Like these are separate universes. They have their own tone and their own feel. Agreed. We'll see. Um, (laughs) I want that character from the animated series that baby that never grew up. <laughs> We're not talking about this again. I fucking hate that. I want the Court of Owls. Court of Owls. That I would live for. And it's actually a great fit because the whole fucking water stuff too. got blown out. They're fixing up the city. Yeah. So they came back to kind of fuck shit up. Honestly, the storyline I would like to see, and I wish I'd mentioned this on our Batman review podcast, was did you ever read No Man's Land? The storyline would like like earthquakes and a bunch of other stuff like completely like decimated Gotham and it became like kind of like uh John Carpenter's Escape from New York kind of a thing like a lawless yeah. place and like 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 every criminal had their own little like turf they based Arkham City <laughs> off of that yeah I mean Harley Quinn that the HBO series also did that, that too. Yeah, oh yeah. did they really they yeah. love but fucking Gotham City they love being like that's it it's taken over yeah so this is two faces land <laughs> No Man's Land was a very good storyline so if they did that as the aftermath from the flooding I think oh, would be kind of cool. cool I really hope they pick it up because like that was such a fun that was I mean, again I didn't wasn't a big fan of the Act Four but it was such a cool surprise of like. Oh, they went there. I loved yeah. it. Like I was, That's I would love cool. one. Yeah, actually give aftermath. Yeah. that'd be fun. And it's too bad that they use Bane in Dark Knight Rises because he's he would also be a great villain. Just not Bane. Well, and they played Aww, some of the. I'm so glad Brent's not here to do his ah. Bane. They played <laughs> some of the Hush setup, but you like you power over me. Hush, <laughs> no, you had to do it. Yeah, uh, but good. Hush does Thanks. it. I'm Michael Bane. <laughs> 
Michael Bane. I work at Bane Capital. But yeah, no, they can't. Hush, it doesn't work unless you have, I think, the bigger character sets. And they've worked like the historical storyline is really interesting. Hey, speaking of Hush, shut up. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So staying in uh, uh, the Batverse for a second. So Batgirl was supposed to be uh, streaming on HBO Max exclusively. But I think Warner has so much confidence in it that they are going to actually do it to a theatrical release. And since Clark's not here, uh, he's I've got to like channel him by saying this movie's not going to make any sense without Flash because uh, Michael Keaton Batman's supposed <laughs> right. to be like yeah. part of it. It was supposed to be part of it. They could pivot things um, and recast Alicia Silverstone as Batman. <laughs> please no, please for fuck's sake. This as if this actress yeah. that is cast as Batgirl is so motherfucking hot. She yeah, you're so, you're a little you're I a little am straight so now. Are you bisexual now? I guess, yeah, because yeah. she is so gorgeous. It's yeah. insane. All these news ar- news articles came out, and I was just staring at pictures of her. Look <laughs> how fucking pretty she is. Oh my god, yeah, you're not. She's kidding. gorgeous, and yeah. she has great acting talent. So I Ryan. guess I'm gonna really pee wee Herman myself and jack <laughs> off in a theater because oh she god. looks so gorgeous. Honestly. <laughs> Deep cut. I am not seeing that movie with you. I will watch it on HBO Max. I'll send you an invite. Evite. Oh, that's where we're going to watch we'll, it. We'll, we'll skip a gay scene. Remember when you were a kid, you had to skip a gay scene when you were sitting next to your guy friend? I had to skip all the sexual scenes with my family. It was so annoying. No, I mean like the actual seat. Like oh, when you when you went uh, to go see a movie with another guy, like they would skip the gay seat. Are you kidding? I never did that. That happened when I was. Oh, a kid. you grew up in Texas. That shit's weird. I also grew up. I grew up in Florida. So yeah, like I should have got that too. Yeah, but... where that you can't say gay in Florida. Well, yeah, he be... was too busy sucking dick. Yeah, he was, he was, was only like, going with people that I was wanted like, the gay seat. Gonna sit. By <laughs> you're like double fisting, uh, jerking. No, why you think I was a whore from a young? Everyone's like, but your arms are really long, so you could skip the gay seat and still give him a hand job. You're like, I hope you both brought popcorn and cut a. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I hope you both are bought, bought prop, brought poppers. God, I can't uh, even say that. No, young, young Ryan doesn't do that. <laughs> Not no. in my head, Canon. <laughs> I don't, yeah. No, he doesn't mind. Until later. Yeah. All right. So, uh, moving from DC to Marvel, um, Spider Man's got some sequels. You know, I know I shat on Amazing Spider Man number one, but I'm very excited for the sequel to Into the Spider Verse. The first one's called Across the Spider Verse. And then the third one is going to be called Beyond the Spider-Verse. So they're not going to do part one and part two like we originally it's thought. It's probably a good idea. <laughs> I agree. No, no, no. It's great. Uh, yeah. Find every fucking, you know, um, Even verb. further beyond the spider Not verb. What, what is across? Across isn't a verb. It's a... What's the... Come on. Conjunction, junction. Conjunction, junction. What's your function? It's a preposition. Right? It's a pre- you're right. It's a preposition. Yeah. Thank um, you. All right. Thank, thanks, Schoolhouse Rock. Um, and thank you, Schoolhouse Cock. I'm looking at you, Ryan. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, in but, my head again. <laughs> in my head again. But apparently there's going to be so many characters. So many characters. There was like 40 characters in the original. And there's like 240 characters. They so it's basically... A, it's a 230 characters. So it's a tweet. 230 characters. And Issa characters. Rae is one of them. That's I'm all very I excited about Issa As Rae, Issa Rae. Jessica Drew's. <laughs> no, it's Jessica, Jessica Drew. Jessica Drew, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm so excited. She, there's not multiple. It's just one Drew. Drew. There's not a lot of this rum- reality. There's a lot of rumblings that she'll be like the pregnant Jessica Drew too. Which ah. would be oh, I love that. And we know that Miguel O'Hara, Spider-Man 2099, is going to be a Peter Patel, Spider-Man India is going to be in it. I think. Um, oh, yeah. It's okay. So we've seen like an updated sort of like quick first look trailer thingy, and. It's fucking with your face when you're looking at it. Like, yeah. it really goes in some color directions and, like, other... It, it Really, it will be a feast for the eyes. Yeah, for like, sure. 
visually spellbinding. Yeah. <laughs> so Sony you giveth. You were really holding out there like, please I come up with another visual term. So Sony giveth and Sony taketh away because they're announcing it. yet another Spider-Man spinoff featuring Bad Bunny, uh, El Muerto, who's been in a total of two issues in the mid-2000s. Correct. Oh two issues. Like your most uh, knowledgeable comic fan to be like, who? He's, Who's that now? He's known for almost taking off Spider-Man's mask in public. <laughs> almost. You, you do realize, like, this was definitely a dice roll from the Futurama was, movie executives of, like, like all it, these algorithms. Uh, Bad Bunny plays. that. Like, you're just like... Is yeah. there just, like, a shit ton of, like, characters on a wall and they're just throwing darts? Like, what is it? I, I don't know. I, I And the, the way they... Uh, patted uh, Bad Bunny on the back being like, finally, someone to play El Murto. And, and also, like, what? Th- I'm glad that they're focusing on a Latinx character, yeah, but El Murto? Why not Miguel O'Hara? Thank you. Honestly, what's insane to that point... It makes no sense. Yeah. They they're fucking got all their stupid ducks in a row to build up a movie universe nobody wants to watch. Without well, Spider-Man. But that's what I'm saying. Why not make a standalone Spider-Man 2099 movie under the assumption that at some point you could at least bring them back or bring them yeah back in time to fit so cool. their Sony verse, and then you still have an actual Spider-Man in your universe, and it's Miguel O'Hara, right? And, and it looks like it looks fucking cool and futuristic. I think the reason why is because I think if they actually use Spider-Man, that there's the deal with Disney that they have to do it with Disney. Oh, geez. So that's why yeah. they're doing all these like uh, secondary, tertiary. I don't even know. Types. Yeah. Not even tertiary. I don't know where El Muerto finds El Muerto. Like that is, is like is a not deep even cut. A cameo Queen. This is like I was there once. Like what the fuck? I very, I don't very... fucking know. Don't... For the next time that they announce, why don't we pull up the most random fucking Spider-Man characters we can come up with and see yeah. if they're going to be announced? Most of those people that were in Amazing Spider-Man number one, I because I was like, <laughs> who's that bitch with the bunny ears? And also, who the fuck that? I mean, to, uh, the fucking hammer. That's Bad Bunny. Bad, bad bun. Bunny. Yes, yeah, so, such an easy fit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Drag is in. Latinx characters in. Yeah. Bad Bunny in. Boom. Boom. Done. Lady. Yeah. <laughs> um, as always, we like to close out our uh, podcast with a little segment, just a little baby one segment that we call Plug Me Daddy. That's where we get to quickly, and I'm going to emphasize quickly, uh, bring up anything that we liked this week, anything that we've seen, read, heard, experienced, and wanted to share with us, our little, 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 little homos. Um, That's a lot of little. They're really tiny. Oh, these little baby homos? Yeah. Uh, hey. Tiny Howards, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> do you got anything, Caleb? I do. Uh, so I have not finished it, but I started watching season two of Russian Doll. And oh, I was good. actually very surprised mm. at the way that they're doing it compared to season one. I'm not going to go into spoilers. Keep it's watching, time yeah. travel, right? Uh, it is. Hey, <laughs> if you watch... The extended trailer that is just Shows, playing yeah. on season two. Oh, season two. I'm glad I didn't watch the trailer or anything because yeah. I just went into it, was a it fun cold. Surprise, yeah. And I rewatched season one because I was like, it's been three years since I've seen it. I don't remember anything except for gotta get up, up, up. You know, don't forget about the end credit scene with Thanos in it. So you needed to make sure it was built up. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, okay. I was like Thanos. Is in? No, but I, I, it, it's reminding me a lot of Dark actually, yeah. uh, in the really? sense that it well, you know, time travel one. Two, it's about like the sins of the father, sins of the mother, yeah, sins yeah. of like the grandmother, and like I, I think you know even like in the first um, season, you find out like she's keeps getting reborn, 
because of the like weird relationship she had with her mom and then like the fact that she couldn't meet her boyfriend's or ex-boyfriend's daughter and like the the whole thing of her not feeling like she can be a good surrogate mother for this person and so like that kind of like you know cyclical nature of stuff is really interesting the la- I, I have three more episodes to go it, it could be terrible but i'm very intrigued it's a no 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 yeah we only i only watched the first good, one yeah. but it is a it's a such an interesting spin and a continued takeoff for the show because it's not a reprise at, it doesn't feel like a reprise at all even within the first episode you're like yeah. oh what not I mean, what i was going to say is does dark dark also had really heavy over uh New York accents, because my God, uh, what is it? Natasha Leone is just really going deep. But well, you know, I'm just what am I gonna do? I'm just walking right here. Just, I was like, was she this crazy <laughs> in the first season? Oh yeah, she was. It was yeah, yeah. I guess I just forgot. She, she was. Yeah, she always had a pizza slice in her hand. Whoa, wait, yeah. whoa! I'm the, gonna get me a smoke and I'm gonna get a slice and a coke. Uh, the bagels are better because of the water. <laughs> She's just a. Female, Why is she Italian? She's just a female Andrew Dice Clay, is what I'm just it's like. Oh, I was <laughs> fucking this girl. Oh, boom. Yeah. I did like that they uh, opened up the season with Depeche Mode's Personal Jesus. Mm-hmm. That was a oh, cool. personal fave of mine. So, yeah. What about you guys? I got a plug for you. Yeah, give me uh, I actually got it cheap. It might still be on sale on Switch, but I would highly recommend it. It's Pathway. So, it combines the sort of tactical strategy gameplay of XCOM. Uh, combines like a roguelike sort of every time you can choose some different campaigns, things change. With... An Indiana Jones theme. So it takes place in like 1936. Oh. It's like you're like traveling around different parts of Cairo or like Egypt and oh. Israel. And like, it's not like the Israel story. didn't exist in 1936. Well, okay. you know, right. But I, I made like a bunch of different places. But it was like, it's just very, very neat. And it's like the music like gets you in the fucking mood every time you look. Because like they kind of made a theme that's a little bit Indiana Jones, like their like oh, main okay. theme. But it's like it features yeah, you're fighting Nazis. They have there's potential zombies that come up and like yeah. it's just Nazi been a, zombies, I played yeah. it a bunch this whole week because I was on a, a work trip in Boston. And I've just really fallen in love with it, so I'd highly recommend it. Oh, okay, it was, so like two, it was like two bucks on sale. Oh, I let me go yeah, look for it, it after this. Yeah, what about you, Ryan? Um, so I actually read a book this week that was you read. Called, you can read. All right, oh. we're not going into this. Um, so it's by Gary Janetti. I read his last book. Um, yeah. he just came out with a book called Start Without Me. Um, he's kind of in the it's same. About sex. <laughs> no, <laughs> I have other layers. Um, uh, he, he's a queer. Uh, he's been around for a while. He's sort of uh akin to like sort of David Sedaris. Hmm. Like, so he writes oh, sort yeah. of like so, short yes. little things. Yeah. a lot of his life experiences, but it was really good. Um, he kind of talks about like uh, the entertainment experience as well, which I thought was interesting, like yeah. the L.A. nonsense experience, but also just being like, I love watching TV and I never want to leave the home, which I think <laughs> a lot of like comic book readers and us maybe personally can identify yeah. with all the time. Yeah. Um, but it, I didn't want to come to this podcast. <laughs> it's, it's a quick read and I, I really liked it. I just uh, basically read it all in one sitting. It's It was really good. Nice. Okay. Yeah. We got three plugs. Check it out. Oh. Um, I had too many plugs. We're talking about where you can find us. Yeah. Uh, Let's keep plug talking us about now. Plug yeah, us. Plug. Uh, here's one more plug for you. Twitter at Homo Superior X. Instagram at Homo Superior Podcast. Rate and review us if you like. I wouldn't know because I haven't read them if they're happening, but please keep doing it. We've been Homo Superior. Give us five stars even if you don't love us. Come on. And bad, Come on. Bad Bunny, we want to see you in drag. Have a great evening. And I will say to all of you, do start without me.
Oh, oh we always do. Mm-hmm. Let's get this popcorn, baby. Bye. <laughs>